Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the what the fuck are we calling this? Rumble fuck. Pack. The Rumble Pack Podcast. How did you forget that? I, I just I was on the spot. I was on the spot. The Rumble Pack Podcast. This is the intro. We're using it. So I am your host, Omar from Yo Mars. With me are I'm Ishan from EPAD and Okimo. And and I am Jesse from Virtual Sleaze slash Desetic. Um, you can you can subscribe to me on youtube.com slash sleaze slash Desetic. We can and, get the plugs and follow out. me on Twitter at Virtual Sleaze. Thank you, Yomar. Back to you. Uh-huh. Uh, well, we can do plugs at the end later. <laughs> so what I want to do <laughs> what I want to do with this podcast is I kind of want to have freeform discussion structured around us talking about a specific game. And over the past month, we've been playing The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask on the Nintendo 64. Not the GameCube, not the 3DS version. Not the Wii Virtual Console Not the Wii Virtual Console. What else is there? Is it on Wii U? No, No, okay, I guess. Oh, it's on Wii U in Europe. Yeah. Not in North America. Yeah. What? But we don't have an import Wii U from Europe, and we're not playing the the Wii U version. Point of story, we're playing the 64 version, because that's the original version. So... When did you guys first play Majora's Mask? When did I first play it or when did I first, like, you know, play through it? Uh, when did you first play it and when did you first play through it? Oh, man. Um, hmm. Uh, my first time playing was at Jesse's house and he was guiding me through it. And I got as far as the first dungeon, maybe the second dungeon. I thought it was interesting. I played Ocarina of Time at that point, so some things were familiar, but it... Ocarina of Time and Twilight Princess were my first two, so I they were similar, and Majora's Mask is very different, so I didn't play it until I got the Collector's Edition a year later. So, I played the Collector's Edition. I thought it was really hard, but that's because I skipped over the uh, side quest, which was 70% of the game, and that made it hard because I didn't get much of the pieces of heart or great fairy upgrades or anything like that. So, so you kind of just like bull rushed through the game. Mm-hmm. And then, say... I mean, that's fine for a first playthrough. Right? Well, yeah, especially, play when you're, especially a game like that where a lot of it is about the side quest. When someone's <laughs> first playing through, they're not going to be thinking about, like, oh, let's do a side quest. You're going to be like, okay, let's just play through the game and see what there is. Yeah, like, coming from Ocarina of Time, you didn't really have to play the side quests in that. Because it barely existed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's not really much. <laughs> but uh, since I, uh, two years later, I decided to just play back the game on the same file and just... Song of Time until I finished exploring everything and then I realized how much fun I was playing, I was having because then I realized that the side quests and stuff were really good. I remember the first time I played it, it was at my friend's house, probably like uh, 2000, 2003, maybe. And remember, he had a bunch of 64, you know, he had games like, you know, like Quake and Smash Bros. So she also had Majora's Mask. So we were, I remember playing that. I don't remember like like the beginning, but I remember we spent a lot of time at the um, Southern Swamp trying to figure out how to get past the giant Octorok. Um, so that was like my my first experience playing that. I didn't, eventually, I got it on I had it on sixty four and the GameCube. That's where I like sort of played through it and sort of just kind of like fell in love with it, just because it was kind of game that you could just walk around and just explore and just have fun stuff and it wasn't even about the main story that was kind of thing i liked about it how it's really about the environment and 
Yeah, it's all about the atmosphere and the world it builds. Yeah, so I really enjoy like playing that. It's like every time I play it, I play a little bit more. And it just like makes you just think about all like the little areas that you liked about it. Because like when I first saw the game, I saw a friend playing it. Well, a f- my, my brother's friend playing it. Um, and it was sort of later in the game. So, you, sort, you know, I sort of got like little bits and pieces of it until I played it through myself. And then it all it all connected for me. Uh, I didn't grow up playing um, Majora's Mask. I didn't have an N64 as a kid. The only time I played Ocarina was... Yeah, I know. I know. For shame. I didn't PlayStation have scrub. <laughs> I loved my PlayStation, man. Fuck you. I had PlayStation 2. Yeah. I had like two games for it. <laughs> um, I only played Ocarina of Time when I rented an N64 from Blockbuster. So I also played Pokemon uh, Pokemon Snap. Those were my two games when I would rent a, an N64 from Blockbuster. Did you ever do the um, the Snap machine thing at no, Blockbuster? But I rented um, the N64 because I saw those and I was like, oh my God, that's the coolest thing in the world. You can print your photos, man. I only had three games for it. It was Spyro the Dragon, Metal Gear Solid, and Mortal Kombat Trilogy. Uh, well, I mean, there are worse games to have. Although, <laughs> yeah, uh, though a lot of the games that were released for that, you know, I end up getting... Well, I end up either like playing beforehand, typically for the 64. But Majora's Mask was 64 exclusive, so people who were lucky enough to have Nintendo 64 had the luxury of playing that first-party title. I first played Majora's Mask like a year and a half ago when me and my buddy Hunter were trying to do a Let's Play. <laughs> this is back when I did Let's Plays on Yo Mars. Fuck Town Part 2, the climax. Oh. Oh, God. Click this link in the video to go to Fuck Town Library. <laughs> my most viewed video on YouTube. Hashtag Yo Mars Fuck Town. Oh, yeah. Put that on a t shirt. That'll be my first merch. <laughs> Straight out of Fucktown. <laughs> so yeah, that's the first time I played it. And he didn't really know what the fuck he was doing. He was just like, yeah, I played this a lot as a kid. And uh this is what I think this is what you do. You talk to these people in Clocktown and And this is coming from the guy who took a year to beat Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> he did borrow Sonic Adventure 2 from me for a year. Oh right, well, yeah. Yeah. Him. Yeah, that was that guy. And um Oh, wait, he also, like, scarfed down a bunch of fries when we were eating. Oh, yeah. Okay, side note. <laughs> Hunter, we love you, buddy. I don't know if I should have used his name. Well, whatever. Didn't use too his late, last name. Too late. Too we, late. We did a whole mind. We'll make a big one. Yeah, right. I know. Uh, so, this friend of mine, is he is quite the animal we'll when he sign eats. A waiver. He, like, we went to Taco Bell once, and he just got, like, all the fucking food on the menu. <laughs> he ordered the menu. <laughs> but he's classy about it. Yes. Because he also got a giant mountain of napkins. Because he knew he was going to make the biggest mess in the world. So as he was scarfing down his his uh, tacos, always soft shell and always without um, always without lettuce, just cheese and meat. You know why they call it soft shell? What do you just call it? Tortilla? Like it's, a yeah, soft tortilla? Just, soft shell yeah. implies that. It's whatever. Not a shell. Yeah. Anyways. You, you wouldn't call... Um, a slug, a soft shell snail. What? <laughs> what? Okay, but Majora's Mask. <laughs> Back to the topic. Marjorie's Mask. I first beat the game today. Woo! With these two guys, as we've been playing it for the past month. Just mainly Ishan. Yeah, mainly Ishan. He's he's the one who's played the game like fifty times. How many times have you played through it? 50 times. 
Okay. So, um, yeah, for me, Majora's Mask was like, I I played through it a couple of times, but not most of my playthroughs. I don't end up playing through the entire game because I usually end up getting bored towards the, the end half of the game because I spend most of my time just wandering around, like wandering around like the overworld and and like hub and stuff and just doing whatever. Seems like it's a good game for just getting or wandering and getting lost and immersing yourself in the world, especially for that generation of games. Yeah, especially compared to Ocarina of Time, where the overall was, you know, green Garbage. fields for the eyes. I mean, you got to admit, you got to like look at the time, though, that it was huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah there wasn't much to do in it, but look at like how big it looked and just how wide widespread and, you know, graphically wise, it did look good. Yeah. You know, but just Majora's Mask did it better. Also, Majora's Mask had an expansion pack, so, you know, it also has that benefit. That's true. The expansion pack unlocking all the graphical capabilities. It, it does so much for that game. Like, I'm really curious to see what it would have looked like without it. With, uh, with the expansion pack, they could do crazy things like motion blur. Ew. I know Ishan here loves the motion blur. I can't fucking stand it. Yeah, I because they, like they use it all the time, and it just seems like they just add it for the sake of adding. It doesn't really add to something that would benefit from having it. The game's a trippy game. It has a lot of weird sequences and, like, trippy sequences. And for stuff like that, like the scenes where um, after you beat the boss of a dungeon and you see the, the giants in the distance and Tattles talking to you about, like, their history and whatever. Those it's fine, having all the motion blur encompass the screen. It's dreamlike. It's surreal. But they use it all the fucking time in just normal cutscenes. <laughs> And it gets to the point where you're questioning to yourself, is this motion blur blur or lag? <laughs> Sometimes I'm positive it's lag being covered up by motion blur. That that is a that is possible too. Well, yeah. if they're using it then to disguise a system limitation, then there's no problem with it. If they're using it that often that often. That's true. I mean it is better than just having laggy cutscenes. The other big thing about the expansion pack, the other graphical thing, is colored lighting and just lighting effects they go balls to the wall with those lighting effects and there's a lot of lighting also polygons holy crap i know i know i'm the only like crazy over this but if you consider a lot of like the really polygonal looking games on 64 like super mario 64 quests or you know even you know kind of games like that when you look at just the first boss of dolwa and just how much shit goes on you have this big um open battlefield you have this boss with just texture and like and things all covering it with whatever tattoos or masks or whatever it has and then it's someone's <laughs> these flies and it's someone's fire and there's so much going on it's like uh, yeah know, a you, lot of you, particles yeah yeah you look at all these things it, it has that it wouldn't without the expansion pack yeah. and as 64 game that is really impressive that i feel like is something that is overlooked when looking back out of the game just uh, uh, people looking back like oh it's just a 64 you know it looks nice like you know, th- there's a reason for that what does the expansion pack do? Is it like a RAM upgrade? What does it do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just adds more to a Nintendo 64 game that it couldn't handle before. Okay. So just allowing for like, not, it's not like a new console. <laughs> it's not like a new generation. No. It's just like a small upgrade. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a PlayStation Neo. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's not like, every, it's not like every game needs it. Like certain games, <laughs> like, Donkey Kong 64, Majora's Mask do need it, but other games like Rogue Squadron, you can still play it, but it just upgrades the graphics. Games like Perfect Dark, you don't need it, but that's the only way you can play story mode. So it's not yeah. just like a must-have for games. Aren't, aren't some of the levels playable in Perfect Dark without the expansion pack? Um, I'm not entirely sure. I just I, 
I'm pretty sure like like just like the main story mode. Oh, you need the expansion pack to play. Okay, yeah. I was under the impression that like, um, for a lot of these games, the expansion pack was kind of optional. So, can you even play? Well, can you well, launch some games? Were can you launch Majora's Mask without the ins- the expansion pack? No, no. It won't, it won't Will it just yell at you? No, I just won't boot up. I just won't yeah. Boot up. Okay. Like like I said, some games do require other games. Don't other games are sort of half and half. Yeah. So you know it was kind of nice that it didn't like force force everyone to buy these. Just a couple games. Like hey, if you want to play, if you want to play some of these games, you should get this. But you don't need to have it, which is nice as opposed to like you know making a whole new console and having everyone's like, oh, if you want these new games, get this, but it's still on 64. What did that thing MSRP for? The expansion pack. Um, I don't know back then, but I know nowadays you can get it for, probably for around like 30 bucks, which just still feels kind of expensive for me, but... 30 yeah. bucks. It's a 4 mega, uh, megabyte upgrade for the Nintendo 64. 4 whole megabytes... I have like 32 gigs of RAM or something installed on this thing. Huh. Yeah. Technology changes. I don't think I could get a 4 meg upgrade for the RAM of my system. And it would allow me to play <laughs> you two fi- more you frames find, You second. should find a way to put an expansion pack in your computer <laughs> and make it work. <laughs> <laughs> it'll just it'll up it like two frames a second in a game. Oh yeah, man, that yeah. makes all the difference. Oh yeah, if you, go, <laughs> if you go if you go from fifty eight frames to sixty frames, like you can you can tell those sixty frames. I was watching some <laughs> YouTube video that was showing like it was a demo of a thousand dollar HDMI cable. You know how they always like try to rip you off by telling you, oh, get this gold plated HDMI cable because it'll make your your it transfer speed faster. Yeah, it'll make your shows look better. <laughs> there was this ridiculous like one thousand dollar HDMI cable, mm-hmm. and. I don't know what made it so. I think it was just like it. It, it, it says Yeezy on it. It's a, yeah, it, was just, it came with a plain white tee. And um, this YouTube channel, they they tried overclocking the refresh rate of their monitor. I didn't even know that you could do this. You could overclock the like display refresh rate of your monitor, and they upped it from sixty to sixty two frames per second. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Because they could do that with the power of this thousand dollar HDMI cable. I'm so, not. I'm never putting that much into HDMI cable. <laughs> I, I will put more than like ten like, bucks. Unless I was at HDMI the point cable. where I'm just wiping my ass with hundred dollar bills. No way. I won't even go to Best Buy to buy cables anymore because they overcharge the shit out of you. Oh, they do that for everything there. Yeah, that's true. It says here that Majora's Mask, the expansion pack, was used to enhance the graphics. As increased texture detail, removing fog. Uh, oh yeah, the, the view distance is a lot bigger. Distance, yeah, yeah. And increased the number of on-screen models. So without the expansion pack, Clock Town wouldn't work. Oh, because they have so many people in town. <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. you wind up in town and everyone's just gone. <laughs> like, where is everyone? This is truly hell. I guess compared to like Castle Town or Kakariko Village, there are a lot more NPCs in Majora's Mask, right? Yeah, it's just like a couple of people here and there, yeah. and also in Clock Town. Everything was kind of like a just a big pop up book. It's just like picture textures yeah, all around. Yeah. Majora's Mass had like full buildings and everything. Hyrule Market looked at yeah, Hyrule Market. Yeah, I remember everything it reminded me of like playing Final Fantasy VII or like Final Fantasy VIII, where just like the JPEG backgrounds all pixelated in the background. <laughs> it's like, am I playing Zelda or Paper Mario? <laughs> Paper Zelda make that a thing. That'd be interesting. Oh, the expansion okay. pack is as. Uh, much of an example is the new 3ds except the new 3ds is a brand new hardware 
Oh yeah, I guess so. But yeah, you can't just install a little upgrade slot in your 3DS. And- yeah, I mean, with a with a new 3DS, you just have to buy a new console. Yeah, and it's with not it- like 3DS, but it's it's nothing different than like you know like a DS and DSi, or like, like a Game Boy and a Game Boy Color, you know. You also get that sick little rubber nipple on the side for the C stick. You can't you can't run uh, Xenoblade on regular 3DS. You can barely run Hyrule Warriors Legends. Oh yeah. Oh, 3DS. so does Hyrule Warriors Legends run a lot better on new 3DS? Yeah. No, but I I don't think it's like yeah, a similar comparison to a um to the expansion patch because that's still just like something you're adding on to your console. Well, it's not like like a plug-in thing you can put into your normal 3DS. Yeah, I mean, what would be comparable, like, like the thirty two X, something like that, sticking shit you on know, your Sega Genesis? As even though they play different kinds of games, that would be similar, just because you're still, I mean, it's still kind of another system, but you're you're still adding on. You still need this like main thing to play the others. That's true. Yeah, I believe I don't have yeah. a thirty two X. Yeah, I don't think I can. I have the Sega Genesis three, I believe, like the smaller, crappy one. I don't know if I can use attachments. I think it only works for the old models. Yeah, it's only the first generation of Sega Genesis. Yeah, or like the um, like the CD adapters to a Jaguar. Oh yeah, that you definitely need a Jaguar for <laughs> a Jaguar. A Jaguar. Yeah, I'm, I kind of regret having or getting the Genesis three. I think it was from. I had that from. I got that. I got my Genesis. I don't have it anymore, but I got yeah. mine from a yard sale. <laughs> How much of game. Um, know, maybe twenty five, but it came with a bunch of games too, which was actually really good. Got games like Rocket Knight Adventures and Sonic oh, yeah. One and Two and whatnot. That's nice. I think I got my Genesis when we were at that game store on Black Friday. Oh yeah, they, they had like the console bundle. Yeah, they usually have sales there. Yeah, I think I got it for like ten bucks, but. Yeah, um, I found out later that the Genesis 3 has inferior sound quality, uh, and it warps a lot of the sounds that the original Genesis had. Like, I, I remember um, when I... The first um, like a video I did a long time ago was a... I don't think it's on YouTube anymore, but it was a Rock Knight Adventures review. And I went to go like use my Genesis 3 to record with my uh, capture card, and it wasn't working because Genesis has, is weird with your like chords and shit. So I, I ended up use that emulator. And also uh, I thought the um, part of the game was broken, but turns out I just had a really shitty control that uh, one of the buttons <laughs> didn't work. So for my first time playing through Rock and I Adventures, I didn't know you could jump. Oh. <laughs> I thought you don't have like boosts everywhere. Man, was I wrong? Oh, and I'm sorry. I have the Sega Genesis 2, not the 3. The 3 is even smaller and kind of crappier. Yeah, I, I, had, I had the 3 from what I remember. It was like really yeah. tiny. Almost like Pocket Genesis. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that? Um, uh, it's like an HD Sega Genesis that actually takes Genesis cartridges, like a plug-and-play kind of system. Uh, I saw this in Toys R Us. I If you did, then I was with you. Yeah. We were with you. Sega, let me look this up. Sega Gen- I remember we saw something like that. I don't remember if it could play cartridges or not. The, yeah, here you go. The At Game Sega Genesis Classic Game Console. It comes with 80 games, two wireless controllers, and it actually takes Sega Genesis cards. That's nice. kind of what I wanted from the NES Mini. Yeah, Genesis I saw this thing to someone else before. Uh, I said to someone that Sega made something like the NES Mini, but I guess they were yeah. thinking of something else. Yeah, I have no clue how good this thing is, but it's tiny. It's HD, it has wireless controllers, and it takes actual game cards. And it has a bunch of games built in. 
And if you want Yomar's review, send it to P.O. Box Yomar's. <laughs> P.O. Box. Yeah, that's the number of the P.O. Box. And to P.O. Box Yomar's. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll do a video on this thing. Like, as the NES Mini is closer to coming out. That might be interesting, because nobody's talked about this thing. I'm, I'm, I'm sure somebody's talked about it. Because it came it, out a it while ago. basically rule the internet. If it exists, someone's talked about it. That's true. Not always Unless true. it's like a really obscure like hack or something <laughs> like that. I've talked about games that not uh, a lot of people have talked about. And sometimes it's only Let's Players. And then I jump on that. I talked about Mortal Kombat mythologies before. It was popular. <laughs> Fuck. Who do you want to take your anger out on? Who else has ripped you off? Who? Um, <laughs> Mainly John Tron. John Tron ripped you off? John Tron. John Tron didn't even do mythologies. Wait, what? Well, you're talking about mythologies and then you're saying, oh, who the. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. Pro Jared did mythologies. Well, AVG and Everyone ripped me off. Okay. But <laughs> gonna, I, I'm, the, I'm the most original person to exist on the internet. You were recording Zoo Race and then like a week <laughs> later, John Tron releases Zoo Race video. <laughs> I'm like, well, this is never going to get any views. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure I still have it on my desktop. <laughs> but I will say, I'm just I did, reminding I, you every day. I was the first. John trying to rip you off. Yes, I will say I was first first person before Pro Jar and Aviation did Case Sub Zero, and I'm proud about that. Nice. And I still think my video holds up. Jumping on that shit. So, hey, what was it? Was your all favorite um, part about Majora's Mask? Um, I think we should talk about the story. What you thought about the story? Story. Okay. Okay. So. If you don't know, the story of Majora's Mask... Link falls down a hole and winds up in not Hyrule, and it fights not Ganon and saves the day. No, it's more complex than that. <laughs> Link goes down the rabbit hole, and um, the Skull Kid from Ocarina of Time found a creepy mask that's actually an ancient evil thing, and something about giants. Ishan, you explain the story. So basically, basically the kind plot... of fuzzy on it. <laughs> okay, Ishan, you can explain it, please. Link after the events of Ocarina of Time. <laughs> it's past Ishan's bedtime. <laughs> he was looking for Navi. Navi ditched him. He wanted for to whatever reason, for it's real. never explained. Yeah, why did Navi just leave at the end of Ocarina of Time? She just flies out the window in the yeah. end of time, Because right? yeah. her job duty was literally just to help Link. Oh, yeah. I guess she just shows up in the beginning. Yeah. But why... Wait, so why does Navi... This is sidetracking, but why does Navi go to get Link in the first place in Ocarina of Time? The Deku Link, or the Deku, the Deku tree. tree. So she, she, the fairies are like messengers of the trees or something? Of They speak for the trees. The, <laughs> they're messengers from the Deku tree and they're all guardians for each Kokiri child. But Link didn't have one because he's not like a real Kokiri child because he was like, you know, he was the, the well, I thought we were all orphans here. <laughs> Anyways, so... He wanted to go find Navi to say a proper goodbye, and then Skull Kid with Tattle and Tail, his fairies, <laughs> attacked uh, Tattle Tail, attacked Link, stealed his ocarina, and then and his horse. Link uh, heads. Link, to chase Link chases after them, him, falls down a hole, you know, like the rabbit hole, winds up in Wonderland, which is Termina, which is you know, kind of stands for the end. Yeah, um, it's not very. There's not a whole lot of subtlety in no. this game. No, so he winds up in this town that is. Oh. <laughs> uh, Silence your fucking computer. <laughs> that it's very similar to Hyrule, as in a lot of the characters and um and such are around there, but everything is different. So he has to, and also Skull Kid, uh, with the Majora's Mask, has these magical powers, and he creates 
whole bunch of mischief and chaos, especially with the whole plot of the moon falling, which is, you know, kind of scary, especially that the moon has a freaking face and it's terrifying. And so basically he got three days, moon's falling, got to figure out the ways to summon four giants, which are guardians of Termina. To prevent the moon from falling and stop Skull Kid, get your get your ocarina back, your horse and everything, and save the day. Okay, so back to the question of what we think of the story. I feel like it's more difficult to talk about this than saying like, oh, do you like the story of Ocarina of Time? Because Ocarina of Time is very simple. It's You're just like... Good. Yeah, it's like, um, you know, the hero, the girl, the bad guy. That's it. It's a very straightforward story. Whereas this is kind of like it's still fairy tale. It's not necessarily about the like main story. Yeah. It's about the like environment and the world. Yeah, and and um again, a lot of it's about the side quest because this game was supposed to be an expansion to Ocarina of Time at first. For it, completely changed to a brand new game. But you can sort of like get that sense where yeah, you can tell the story. Like once you have the story, it's not that important. But then after you know. After you get that out of the way, it's okay. Yeah. You got to talk about how everyone in the world acts. What do they do? How does this whole moon falling thing affect them and just everyone around you? It's very complex, even though it's under the guise of being just the hero saving the day. Because it's all about what's under the surface in this game. There is no girl, though. No princess to save. There is no girl. No Triforce, no Ganon. There is no Triforce, no Ganon. It's a very weird Zelda game. Yes. Not like a no weird, master sword. yeah, like not weird in the way of like, you know, like a Zelda two or four swords, but it's definitely the most different standard Zelda game. Uh, what other Zelda game? I mean, I'm not as familiar with Zelda as you guys are. I like Zelda. I've played a lot of them, but I haven't played as many. I as know your games. answer. What? The answer is Link's Awakening. Um, what was your question? I was going to ask you, like, which is the worst Zelda? How many? <laughs> Uh, Zelda games don't true. feature um, Zelda or Ganon. Uh, oh, Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening doesn't feature Zelda um, or Ganon. What do you mean, as in like feature? I mean, I guess Majora's Mask has like a flashback story. of. You Zelda mean like not like just part of the main story? Yeah, not as part of the main story. Would Zelda yeah. two count under that? Because they're not really they're there. They're part like they're big factors in the story, but they don't do anything yeah, then that's they still should counts. Count. yeah because okay. was also well then um isn't link trying to save zelda still well, she's, she's like she's sleeping asleep. yeah she's sleeping yeah well um well if, if you want a good example link's awakening you know um there's no zelda there's no ganon in that and that's a fairly you know that's pre-2000 zelda okay phantom Glass. no zelda no ganon yeah tetra i mean there's tetra and tetra was zelda but oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, she, she is she's Zelda. Zelda so uh, okay, Zelda. I didn't know that was Zelda because I played Fat Glass before Wind Waker. So. Oh, really? Yeah, so okay. I thought it would be a decent example. Yeah. But there aren't many games that don't have Zelda. Um, there so, are like some Portal games like uh, the Oracle games. No, they had Ganon. Well, I mean, if you don't count the, like... No, that's the full ending, though. Well, if you count just, like, one of the like, the games' individual games, which they are, they do have a, like, combined ending... That's only after playing both of them. Wait, what's the deal? So they each have different bosses Basically, if you, that if aren't you, canon? If you, play, if you play Oracle of Ages and Seasons, you'll, if you beat one of them, you'll get a password. If you enter the password into the other game, then you'll be able to play through it and have some other stuff happen in the game that would affect the other. And after you beat you know that game with that, so basically after you beat both games, you'll have like an extra ending part where you fight Ganon. 
Okay. But the games individually don't have Ganon as the boss of it. You mean the extra code from the other game? Yeah. So combined, they feature Ganon. Yes. Which is kind of tricky, I guess. I guess, no, that counts because, you know, it has Ganon as the final boss of both games. Mm-hmm. The final boss if you have both games. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you just play, like, one individually, you know, because they both, it's not like if you don't play both of them, you know, you're not going to, like, you're going to miss a whole experience. That's not yeah. true. If you just play one of them, it's a complete solid Zelda game without Ganon. Would you guys say that Majora's Mask is the weirdest Zelda game? Yes. <laughs> In many ways, yes. Okay, go on. Um, just, I'll explain it. <laughs> it's weird as in um, just like the style of how the game's played in terms of, you know, the characters, which is not a, a thing normal Zelda games really dive into much. Um, just the way everything is dark, but it doesn't look dark. And just yeah. the way like everything is treated, like not not having about Zelda, not having about the Triforce, just ways to go past stuff. The mass transformations yeah, it's twisted but it's not like tim burton kind of dark for the sake of dark yeah, dark yeah. it takes what <laughs> yeah no i think <laughs> i think tim burton is more dark and silly like majora's mask yeah i mean st- but, but stylistically but it, yeah. tim uh, i mean yeah this is going into film but tim burton has a whole like he lots of black lots of gothic stuff twilight princess doesn't go for tropes it just takes mm-hmm. what you know from ocarina and other zelda games and it turns it but but with, with, with majora's mass like you're it's not you know completely dark and gloomy it's not just black everywhere it looks like ocarina of time looks but just yeah. the feel and the presence of everything and just the looming factor that you're aware of the story adds such a dark atmosphere that it, it is hard to create Majora's Mask pulls it off so well with just like every little thing it does. Yeah, like um, a key thing in that respect is the fact that like the game takes so many assets just straight from Ocarina, and I'm sure that has the fa- that has to do with the fact that the game was made in a year. Yeah, and so they were just pulling what they could, but they didn't just do it lazily. They did it in a way so that it just makes it kind of disturbing. Like I know that person, but that's not who they are now. Yeah, and also it's very different from Ocarina of Time too. Like, you know, Ocarina of Time had, like, had the, the desert, the, like, um, like the lake, the, um, you know, stuff like the forest. Majora's Mask had, like, the swamp. It's like the forest, but all yeah. fucked up. Yeah. It's, po- it's all, and, you know, the worlds are also all poisonous. Like, the, <clears throat> the swamp is all made of poison. Yeah. You know, it has a canyon, but that canyon has, like, the, the dead rise from it, you know. And you have the Great Bay, which is, you know, it's kind of kind of cloudy. Uh, that, that, that part that part kind of sucked, but you know, and then you had um, kind of cloudy, you know, and you had you had snowy like the snowy mountains, and you know that's not supposed to be all snowy. Yeah, so I thought that was just, neat with the Gorons having the snowy mountains. Yeah, so it, it added not only did it add new environments, but also added this um, whole thing like, hey, we had these new environments, but they are there are things wrong with them. It's not just like, oh, this is this guy is evil. This is this is dark because this character gets killed or yeah. something, you know, something dark and edge like that. It's like, no, even just the environment has a dark spin to it. Yeah. Also, well, fuck Great Bay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My, oh, okay. I'm just going over the whole thing about the um, locations in the game as I was um, briefly talking about how they're really interesting just how you go about them because there's, there's only four in the game. It's not like there's a whole bunch of different places you go to like an Ocarina of Time. This is a lot more simpler but you go around thing like in um 
like in the Deku Swamp, you go there, and you you, you go around places. You eventually find um, the the Lost Woods area, and then you find these people. You gotta do you do a task for that, then you end up doing a task. Where you have to like ride a boat, and you go to the Deku Palace. Figure out different ways about that, and you yeah. figure out how to get into Woodfall. And it's very like you know. Yeah, there's a lot of buildup. Yeah, there's like different things that help like build up towards this way, towards this way, and sort of the same thing with. Um, with with the Econa Canyon, where it's like okay, yeah, you have to figure out how to scale, scale this giant like side of the mountain, and then you know the the shitty fetch quest. But then you got yeah. you know things like Snowhead, where it's a little less like that. Um, where it's a little more of like you can go around doing things. But then you got Great Bay, where it's like you go there, bam, there's a Zora mask, bam, and you get access to like everything now. <laughs> Immediately you and find the dead Zora. Immediately you can become a Zora. Immediately you get into all this shit. You yeah, don't and, really get and I, the I, same I, kind of progression that you do. Yeah, and I, I get it. It's fine to like you know they don't have they don't want everything to be like all streamlined and like make it more open. But it feels like you know by the time you get that the whole shore area seems completely like just a waste of space at that point. Instead of you having to do, adding more stuff to like the shore and eventually leading your way to get the Zor mass, you can be like, okay, great. Now I now I I, I have all this water I can explore now. Also, and add so much more open. Isn't it kind of creepy that Link is just impersonating dead people for a majority of the yeah. game? Yeah, different NPCs. <laughs> yes. Because, like, to your spirits live on inside a boy. Everybody just thinks you're these fucking people. <laughs> you're just going around, like. Except, hey. except for Cafe. Except for Cafe. That's Kefe. like the only character. I was like, hey, you're clearly not a kid. Wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, Link's just. He's going around impersonating dead people. And the game doesn't really touch upon, like, your own personal morality at all. It's just Link is this vessel that you play as, and he's experiencing. Well, it's the whole thing of like these people are like willingly be like, "Hey, you know, you have some sort of like gift for you because song healing or whatever. Yeah. We'll lend you our power. Yeah. Go, you do this for us." That's why I like Link in this game because well, actually, no, he he's as cardboard as he was in Ocarina of Time. <laughs> I mean, it's like that in every game, and the whole the whole basis around Link as a character in the first place was that he's the Link. To the person playing the game so you shouldn't be like one type of character or the other as long as like you know you see yourself as his character experiencing yeah. it as your own but in majora's mass it doesn't matter because everyone around him i like yeah and again it's not it's not about link it's about link experiencing other people's lives and like everything gone he's just he, like he's not there to talk to like you know be a character and he's he's more or less there a like well, besides saving the day, he's observing it. Yeah, I mean, he's you, right? That's why he doesn't talk. That's why Link is—he's just you. He's mm-hmm. you as the adventurer, he's fucking Miyamoto playing in the woods as a kid. Yeah, <laughs> scaring all his neighbors, waving sticks at dogs. <laughs> probably. <laughs> it's a Miyamoto kid again. Ah, <laughs> uh, that that Shigeru always getting in my yard. <laughs> I can't wait to. I can't wait to bomb something dongos. <laughs> I can't. He threw bombs at my house. <laughs> You're the terrorist. <laughs> I just built this new koi pond and he threw a bomb in it. It blew up all my fish. <laughs> There's also a whole theory of like, is Link dead? Oh yeah, I want to I want to um, ask you guys about this because this goes with the Link impersonating dead people thing. I questioned you guys about this when you get the... Um, the thing that lets you create duplicates of yourself. Yeah, uh, Elegy of Emptiness song. Yeah. This, and the Elegy of Emptiness is made to clone 
any empty soul. Yeah. And the reason why you can do it with the transformation mass is because they are people that you no longer exist. Yeah, but you can also do it with yourself. Yeah. And I, I want you to try to explain this to me because this is something that I couldn't wrap my brain around. Link's dead. Link is just dead? Is that, is that just the proof that Link is dead? No, there's nothing that like directly... I mean, again, there's a lot of the game is sort of indirect stuff, but there is the whole thing of like people think, oh, maybe when he fell down the hole, maybe he died, perhaps. Maybe Termina as in like the end. Maybe this is Limbo. Maybe the the bright light flash at the end is him going to heaven or something you know maybe everyone he sees is just from like his memory back in hyrule there's a lot of things pointing to that he's dead i'm not like it necessarily affects the game at all but definitely adds a lot of discussion to it as to okay what what do these things point to rewinding from the events of majora's mask though at what point does link die is it when he falls off the horse? I'm guessing, I like, I'm, I like I'm, the I, thing when he falls off the horse because just for comedic effect. He, he falls I, I, off the I, horse because he gets scared and he just smacks I, I, his head on no, a rock. I, I like to see it's when he's being dragged from the horse <laughs> as he's thumping up and down on the ground. Like at some point his neck just snaps or gets I mean, trampled by the horse. Yeah, you see that shit in like Western movies all the time. It's like, oh man, it's funny. The guy was dragged through town on the back of a horse. People died that way. People fucking got their like neck snapped and like their skin <laughs> tore off the back of their heads by being dragged on the ground by a horse. Yeah, but no, that, I, I do. Is fun? No, I do like to think it's just like when he fell like down the hole because it is where he just falls and like falls lightly, safely on a little flower. <laughs> so, okay. And hell, it could have been after that when Majora fucking uses weird magic shit. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean... But I guess if that happens, then Majora's real? Or at least the mask is real. Well, the mask... The mask could have just been something that... I mean, this is speculation now, but the mask could have just been something that Skull Kid found. And then Link, um, in his limbo state of being dead-ish, created a... He used it as, like, a new evil to fight in limbo. Yeah, he could have, like, seen it as... Because he has it... You see Majora's Mask in the Lost Woods. We know the mask at least exists there. So it could be a thing that, you know, when he's in Termina, he could pers- like personify this mask as the thing that kills him as a thing with like ultimate, ultimate evil power, like the game describes it has. Yeah. And him being the hero, he stops it because that's just what he does. Yeah. And I guess it could also just be Link being crazy, right? Or like he's all dreaming this. <laughs> and maybe it's Mario too. He wakes up in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Because that would lend, um, that would uh, be explained by the fact that everything in Termina is straight from Hyrule. Because then it's just stuff he knows, right? Yeah, that, okay, that's what I was say. Um, I know time, uh, the game was bailed, uh, built, bailed <laughs> through time constraints. <laughs> yeah. So that's why there's so many NPCs from Ocarina of Time. But I like to look at it as like Link's memory from Ocarina of Time. Because all the people he recognized in Ocarina of Time is in the Majora's Mask world. and But what about the new people? Because he's not going to remember characters I just met like Macau or um, Darmani or whatever his name was. What was his name yeah. in? What? Well, Macau is just like any other Zora. Macau was a Zora guy with the guitar. And like other yeah. characters that are only in Majora's Mask. Dar- Darmani is, the, is also a counterpart of Darunia from Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Okay. And someone like Kefe is just the same model as Link. Oh, is it? Yeah. Just and with blue hair? 
Yeah, and yeah. Tingle is the counterpart of Link. Yeah, but like models, <laughs> models aside, Link isn't just going to like imagine these things. I and mean, again, he could be crazy, but if going off the whole dead aspect, then how would he know these things are like exist? Because that's yeah. his self conscious now. But like I'm saying, he wouldn't know these faces. I mean, he could just create. Unless these are other people who are just in limbo or something. I you don't could, know. You can have dreams about people who don't exist. I think there's a thing about like you can't see faces you don't know in dreams. Uh, well, I, I think that's like an actual thing. Yeah, Ishan said that like, um, what is it? Him. Da- <laughs> 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 Ishan had a dream about a squirrel attacking him and screaming in his ear. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> what was it? The the Goron and Majora's Mask is based off of the Goron and Ocarina of Time. Yeah. The what are their names again? Darunia and Ocarina and Darmani and Majora's Mask. Okay, yeah, Darmani. Because you don't see Darunia in Majora's Mask. You no, don't see one but, based on his model. Yeah. 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 But like other, again, like other characters like, you know, Macau, there's no counterpart to him in um, Ocarina yeah. of Time. Well, there's no, there's also no Zora and other Zoras uh, in... All, all the Zoras in Ocarina of Time are the same model anyways. Well, yeah, but I'm saying yeah, like Macau just, is a distinctly Those are very different. few characters anyway. Link, That's Link just could just people. be a racist and created uh, a Zora based off no, the no, Zoras no, he's no, seen. You're not racist off Zoras. <laughs> racist against Dekus because they're scrubs. As the <laughs> game clearly mentions multiple times. Fucking Deku scrubs. Hashtag race wars. Hashtag Deku scrub. So, um, it's another aspect of the game. What do you think about the whole um, like big gimmick with the masks? I think it's cool. Like, with the transformation masks or just all the masks? Just all the masks. Transformations, side quest stuff. We never uh, really used every single one. Yeah, most, just, of, I, most of them are useless. Oh, um, yeah. In our, sorry, the end of the game. In our playthrough, we got all the masks, which ended up in us getting the Fierce Deity mask at the end. So, um... The, the, we didn't do all the side quests, right? We just did... No, we, we, just no, did we, we didn't do all the side quests. It gave us, like, heart pieces. So we got some heart pieces, but... Our main objective was being in the game with all the masks. Yeah. I think the one mask I don't really like at all because I don't use it much is the mask of sense. I like, using, I like seeing Link sniff things. Oh, is that the big one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that was one you have to use to find mushrooms. I like it aesthetically. Yeah, I mean, there are definitely interesting masks are like one-time use or it's kind of funny. Like the one that makes Link dance around or the one that makes him sing a song yeah. or you know or more useful ones like the bunny hood or the stone mask and you have the transformation mask like you know Deku Zor and Goron that you know change the gameplay up a lot and adds yeah. you know more variety than Ocarina of Time did yeah but um I think it's neat that they use these masks as opposed to just items that you get throughout the game or you know whatever else because it also adds to the aesthetic of the game just being fucking creepy. <laughs> yeah, like is this is this really you? Is this you know? Yeah. Is this what you want? What what do these masks represents? You know, yeah. everyone wears masks metaphorically oh, yeah. speaking. They probably just looked at the happy mask salesman model from the first game and were like, we could do so much more. Well, with that. Um, from yeah. my, from my understanding, they did see like the the mask, like all the stuff they did with the mask, which wasn't really much of a great time. Being like, you know, we really like that. We want to expand upon that. Yeah, which makes sense. Yeah. That's cool because there's a lot of interesting things like like the Star Fox masks, <laughs> how they're all like in the same row of like yeah. animals. Yeah, yeah. I'm not into the mask sense because all, all the other masks at least get you a heart piece. Mask of sense only gets you um. Yeah, they are a, useless. A, a blue potion, <laughs> pretty much, which you can get instantly from uh that Deku, Minikana guy. Yeah. yeah, um, I even think that the circus leader mask is more valuable. 
than the Mask of Sense, the Luigi mask. Yeah, but there, there is a lot. <laughs> but of I mean, that. it's it's more yeah. valuable for comedy reasons because that thing's fucking. That, that, that got a uh, side quest in the 3DS version, of the Circus Leader, because it didn't have one. What was the quest? Uh, the Gorman leader was like in the hotel crying because of the fact that he never got his carnival happening. And if you bring, if you show him the mask, then like, uh, he gets happy, and then. <laughs> Wait, the mask of him crying? Yeah. It reminds, it reminds him himself. of his... No, no. I, I, okay, I got it backwards. You use the circus leader mask he gave you. You show him, You show the brothers that mask, and then they realize that his brother's crying because of the ceremony being canceled. So then they want you to deliver some milk from Romani Ranch to Clocktown, and then that cheers him up. That's where you get the harpies. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, there there are mass um, non transformation masks that are useful, but a lot of them are really useless or like a one time use. Since you know, it's like yeah, I mean, like they're okay. Mm. It's mean, just more like aesthetic than anything. Yeah, just to build your mask collection. Mask, I say, are the most useful. Probably the blast mask, uh, <laughs> bunny hood, mask of truth. Stone, stone mask, mask and the great fairy mask. I'm surprised the link doesn't have a giant pack full of masks like the happy mask salesman. <laughs> he's carrying on a giant backpack with all the shit he's carrying. <laughs> I mean, as long as he's the one where he had a fucking raft and a like <laughs> step ladder. Whoop! <laughs> Here it is. He has one of those like dimensional <clears throat> pocket things. Right. Another thing I liked about it's like the um, Joker in Batman. He just pulls his giant gun out of his <laughs> pants. <laughs> Another thing I liked about Majora's Mask. Well, I, I liked was also like really weird was the songs in it. Because in Ocarina of Time, um, a lot of the songs were kind of like um, like melodies, like this, like the like he plays yeah, he hears all this orchestral music that teleports him to you know like the lake or the you know fire dungeon or wherever. And this one, like a lot of them are like not only they use different instruments, different kinds of music. Like you have a bossa nova song. Yeah. Um, yeah, the music in this game is great. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah, so, yeah, so this, strange. Yeah, this weird bossa nova song, but <laughs> a lot of them were just kind of like they they just sound weird. Like yeah, like one of the songs, um, I think it was Sonata Waking was like dun 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 dun. Like yeah, it they they sound um more like ambient almost compared to Ocarina of Time. Yeah, well, it doesn't no. sound like classically musical. It just no like, kind of you know the madman on the the piano. <laughs> no, yeah, or like, or like the like the um Elegantina is dun 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 or whatever. You know, it like it's a lot more somber sounding. Yeah. It's kind of like we're playing the song. This does something, but it's not like oh, I'm gonna I'm a one man band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Majora's Mask soundtrack is darker. It's still ambient. Stone Tower is amazing. Ocarina of My Times. Track. <laughs> Ocarina of Times is a uh, also ambient, but you couldn't really hum any dungeon music from that game or yeah. any Zelda game. After uh, Majora's Mask, or from the 3D Zeldas. You don't think so? I, I, I mean, think, I can't think of anything, but... Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> only Stone Tower is the... Actually, no, Stone Tower is really the only one you can really hum to. Oh. Except for Snowhead, but it only has like three notes. Da-da, 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 da-da. Yeah. Um, never found Ocarina of Time's soundtrack overall memorable, honestly. But Majora's Mask... Well, yeah. I'm just talking about like the Ocarina of like songs i mean oh. obviously like yeah okay time like i mean like normally music like, yeah okay time does have a lot of ambient stuff and a lot of it does sound the same and it goes for a lot of i mean not like not like it's bad and you know, like there are a lot of tracks in Twilight princess <laughs> i do like that are just ambient ones like city in the sky i liked okay um we're gonna be wrapping up on time here soon but i have a big question to ask because 
we've been doing a lot of comparing this game to Ocarina of Time, which you have to. It's a sequel, and like that's what everybody does. You know, there's Ocarina of Time and there's Majora's Mask, which is better. Majora's Mask. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ma- ma- Majora's Mask. Yeah. Ocarina of Time. <clears throat> You know, I can definitely see for like a casual person it's more memorable. It's the one they jump into. Yeah. But just as like game, there's more things to do in Majora's Mask. It looks better. It uses a lot of items that Ocarina of Time had, like the ice and fire arrows, made them useful. You get more transformations, adds more gameplay to it. There are more side quests. It's you know, it's darker in tone, but still looks bright. You get you, know, you get the best of both worlds. It makes you think about stuff like is Link dead or like what's the backstory behind this place. Okay. And just leave all that, like all that, that is true, but Majora's Mask is not nearly as accessible as Ocarina of Time. No, well, I'm and I'm wondering, the, like, to casual player, yes, yeah. So, is it still like the best Zelda game, even though it's not no. the one the people should play first? I mean, again, it's also like all it comes to the question of like, do people prefer 2D Zelda or 3D Zelda? Oh uh, yeah, I guess yeah. Like, there, there's a lot that goes into saying, is this the best Zelda? I mean, is this my favorite Zelda? I you know I probably say yeah I do like a lot of other Zelda games though like Link's Awakening I think it's really good and hell I like Zelda too you know there's it's it's hard to say is is the best Zelda because again there's a lot of people that you know people that grew up with game you know something more like Wind Waker who might you know see have you know, more of a nostalgia factor and like stuff towards that game yeah Majora's Mask is not as accessible uh, as Wind yeah, Waker like, even uh, Wind uh, Waker is very yeah accessible. like objective, Twilight Princess uh, is very accessible objectively speaking probably not. Majora's Mask, because again, it is you know a, a tougher game than like Ocarina of Time is. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of things you have to like consider about what you know what makes it so great, like to to, to a widespread audience. Uh, do you have any comments on this? Oh, uh, I was about to say what I like about the Zelda series is how different the uh, the games are. Because if you're going into the Zelda series, if you're not a fan of Majora's Mask, chances are you'll be into Wind Waker. Because in Majora's Mask, you're probably going to be pressured with the time travel, the amount of side quests there are, the amount of dungeons version. there are. Oh yeah, I was really pressured with the the time travel and the amount of stuff there is to do. Yeah, and, and just like even like cause the first time I played through it, um, I didn't know how to save the game. <laughs> And that was kind of a big, big uh, hurdle to overcome because <laughs> the only way to like actually save save is to go back in time. So you have to really consider how you do everything um, like time wise and just like how you manage what you do, what you have, what you can, what you can do. Yeah. And you know, someone playing through this can be like, oh, this is too much for me to handle. It, this isn't impossible to get into. No, um, I played the first. Like, I played for three hours by myself after the first time we all played together. Because when we were playing together, it was like, oh my god, this game is like overload. There's so much shit happening. You're, you're timed every minute of every day. So, <clears throat> how is anybody going to be able to just jump into this? That's what well, the expansion pack does to you. Well, that's, what, that's the power <laughs> yes. of the N64 well, are, expansion. Are, but, like, you, you talk to people yeah. and you can't, like, figure out yeah, what I mean, to do. I was going to say that. Um, it isn't nearly as... Um, intimidating as, or at least from the outset, it's not nearly as intimidating as it seems. Especially in the beginning when you have, you know, a lot of time to just kind of kill. Yeah. Like, fucking Tattle is there for a reason. She tells you what to do. This game isn't impossible. And we also, we did use a strategy guide playing a few times. (laughs) Yeah, but you guys guys have already played through the games multiple times. That was really only to find stuff. I mean, there are plenty of things I, I don't remember from it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Majora's Mask is a very interesting game. I don't know if it's like 
It's always on lists of the greatest game ever made. I don't know about that. But I think the Majora's Mask is it stands out among all the Zelda games because it's just so strange, it's so different from everything else. And it's really memorable because of that. Because a lot of the Zelda games blend together and Majora's Mask just sits on its own rock with the moon crashing toward that rock. I mean, it, so definitely, I definitely, dug it. it definitely leaves an impression. It de- definitely sure. does leave an impression. It's very stressful. And again, but, is it one of the greatest that's games not a bad all, thing. Is it one of the greatest games of all time? You know, again, I don't know. There's a lot of factors that goes into it. But, you know, I do think it, it is a great game. That, you know, if you like Zelda, you sh- should definitely try it out. I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, so, I think we're pretty uh, unanimous on that. So we just spent an hour telling you that Majora's Mask is pretty neat. Yes, it's, it's, it's not, it's like, it isn't flawless, but, you know, nothing is. What was your favorite intention. part of the game? My favorite part of the game? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I really dug the ending with the tree inside the moon. I thought that, just like thematically... That was really cool. I really like rolling around as a Goron. <laughs> That's so fun. I was also really interested by the part where in the cafe quest where you play as cafe. Oh, yeah. That just kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> and it's unlike anything else in the game. Good thing I did that. You were about to die. <laughs> I was about to die. <laughs> it's all about the, the feel of the world. It's all about how everything is just a little bit off kilter and it's pretty cool <laughs> majora's mask it's pretty cool <laughs> quote yomar's 2016 it's a short game it only takes three days <laughs> <laughs> yeah it really would have been. <laughs> it's only 72 hours to beat it would have taken three days actually like in, in our time in like real yeah, time i guess because so. we, only, we, yeah. only, we only played it once a week that's true yeah, it yeah. did take us kind of like three days to beat through it. Oh my god. <laughs> the game is real. <laughs> it took three days to beat the game. Okay, well, I guess that wraps up the inaugural episode of the Rumble Pack. Rumble Rumble. The Yomars podcast on youtube.com slash Yomars. It's my pack podcast because it's my channel. So suck it, you fucks. Hash- <laughs> hashtag <laughs> Yomars sucks. Did that trending on Twitter. So, um, brought to you by Pringles. Why don't you guys plug your YouTube? What do you do? Uh, there's EPad for live streams on video games, and then Okomo, a Pokemon channel for competitive battling and discussions for Pokemon. You just as well. started the Okomo channel, so there's only one video up right now, right? Yeah. Be the first subscriber. <laughs> Be one of the first subscribers. And go ahead. and my channel is youtube.com slash C slash aesthetic where I do um, a variety of different game shows, mainly reviews and looks at at um, kind of obscurish or just kind of oddity games or peripherals. And um, it's a load of fun. Also, follow me on Twitter at virtual sleaze for updates and other just fun stuff. I end up posting there. Um, you know, subscribe if you haven't, because it's loads of fun. And if you're watching this, you're probably watching it on my YouTube channel. But for the uninformed, it is youtube.com slash Show. I believe it's youtube.com slash Show. I may have gotten that wrong. But I'm on Twitter. Just search Yomars. I'm on Facebook. I don't really post there. At Mr. Yomars. At, at Mr. Yomars. 
And if you want to support the show, you can support us on Patreon. Him. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> now, you, you, can support, you can support me on Patreon. <laughs> I do have a Patreon. You'd be supporting the Rumble Pack podcast. That's a great name, the Rumble Pack. Original. Yeah, very original. No one's ever done <laughs> it's another It's another one of these shows named after a video game something or other. Fucking great. All right, I, that's I, it. I wanted the virtual boys, but you guys. That's it. We're out. Say bye, guys. Bye. So long. Farewell. Bye. Bye.